Hey, everybody, this is Christian Brindle, president and founder of Christian Brindle Insurance Services, an agency specializing in Medicare health plans, as well as the founder and admin of the Six Figure Medicare Agent Facebook community. And I am Glenn Shelton, founder and president of Lead Heroes, where we specialize in final expense and Medicare insurance leads. Every single Tuesday, guys, we have decided to come together and bring our forces together to talk about our two favorite subjects in the world, insurance and tacos. Henceforth, Taco Tuesday, let's taco about insurance. Every single Tuesday, we will live stream this show for the group Six Figure Medicare Agent at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't miss it. It can also be found everywhere that podcasts can be listened to, or you could watch the replay of the video up on our YouTube channel for the Six Figure Medicare Agent YouTube channel. Thanks so much for watching. Hope you enjoy, and let's get into this. So we're starting today talking about... <laughs> okay, okay. What, what's your favorite part? Oh, so anyway, we guys. Are, we're live. <laughs> now we are. Now we are. It's the best part. I know. Okay, okay. All right. I think we are live. Working today. Woohoo! Talk. Go. Tuesday. Right. Welcome everybody to um at least I think we're live. It says we're live. Sure. Yeah, it says we're live. Okay. Welcome everybody to um Taco Tuesday. And um this is an explosive episode we got here today. We got the man, the myth, the legend, the the hoster of gigantic insurance conferences. Um and the Grant Cardone of the insurance industry. We got Cody Askins here with us today. Dude, thank you for doing this. Yeah, thanks for coming on, buddy. Dude, thank you guys, man. I've been I've been following Clint and everything he's been doing for the industry for years. You know, I think he's older than me, so a long time. And then, uh, <laughs> then Brendel, you know, uh, came out of, I think you were just came out of diapers and you started doing some big stuff, you know, so yeah. you well, I, think I mean, still, I think sometimes he still does diapers. Uh, when when we're doing those cocktail parties on the weekends, he just pulls the That's diapers right. back out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, well, when I'm trying to keep up with Tony on the, you know, <laughs> on the shops, <laughs> Tony, I feel like you need diapers. Dude, Tony is awesome, buddy. I, I freaking love that guy. Dude, and Tony, he's the best. He's and the likewise best. to you, uh, Cody. You know, I've been following your stuff for a long time. Uh, just awesome content that you're putting out there, and. Um, you know, and the quantity of not only is it good content, but you put so much out there, especially your YouTube channel, you guys, if you haven't already checked out Cody's YouTube channel, I highly recommend it. Um, I believe it's under your name, Cody Askins. That's yeah. It. That's yep. It. Cody Askins. So look him up, YouTube. And the last name Askins, it's Ask INS. Ask. Oh, you were born for this. I see that <laughs> you were born for this. I didn't even realize this. <laughs> But 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 the main question is the, I think the most important question we can ask you today is do you have tacos? Ooh, that is a good question. Dude, I, I'm a freaking lover of Mexican food and a big fan of Taco Tuesday. So you're like, hey, you want to come on Facebook Live Taco Tuesday in a group with freaking your group's exploding, 1,200 members. I'm like, dude, you know, well, you, you I'm like, I'm in. Have you ever seen uh, LeBron does like these uh, like little videos? Yeah. Yeah. Taco Tuesday. It's hilarious. Yes. Yes. We've talked about him many times on here. Oh, Glenn, so Glenn, didn't he um didn't he trademark it or something? He tried, I think he tried to actually coin the phrase Taco Tuesday. I don't think he was allowed to, but I think he actually <laughs> tried to legally coin it like it was his phrase. That's hilarious. Yeah. That, that, that's the intro for this from now on is, is LeBron. You know, <laughs> it should be. Yeah. Taco Tuesday. That would be awesome. So, so Cody, question, first question I got for you today. Um, so usually these get, depending on the group we're in, but if we're in our group, it's probably about two to 300 views. This one will probably get more because you are who you are. Hey, I, I don't, we didn't get a clear answer on that really fast, Christian. Is there tacos or is there oh, not tacos? I've got tacos. I don't know. I have tacos. No, you don't. Of what are you saying? Every time, tacos. man. That's what this is tacos. all about. I, I, I kind of went slumming it today. Nothing. Chicken tacos. Look at that. Look at that, man. Come on. Hey, 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 give me some tacos. <laughs> so when when we when we had um when we had Tony on, Tony shows up with these like beautiful handmade, homemade tacos. 
and like they looked like they were something out of like a five-star restaurant or something it was it was sick that's so lots awesome. of wine it was the he was probably the classiest i'd say so far galen was pretty classy too though with she like was. margarita with margarita and then and whatnot who was that galen galen oh, robert wow. see you know what i'm i'm like I don't have a sombrero. I don't have wine. I don't have freaking tacos. I don't, you know, there's no, there's no pinata or Mexican, you know, Spanish music. Like, I, you know, oh, yeah, we do have an in-house translator. So, maybe, you know, maybe I need to get her. <laughs> hey, there you go. That'll work. Yeah. That's, that's we haven't had that happen yet. Yeah. Someone come on and translate. Well, Cody, qu- first question I had for you, and then Glenn, I, um, yeah. I'll let you go. But um, talk to us about 8%. 8% is weeks away, right? Yeah, um, yeah. 17 days so what do you guys anticipate in terms of like the turnout is it going to be a regular size turnout that you guys are accustomed to or is it going to be more people watching from home what are you guys expecting with eight percent yeah so so that's a it's a really good question and, and right now um still up in the air however um eight percent is like my baby right i'm i'm i don't have any kids but i got eight percent of the conference <laughs> Um, I, and I know, I know you guys got kids, you know, so I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of, uh, my mission is to help every insurance agent in the world. I've been to Cardone's events. I go to 10 X every year, like events have changed my life. And I'm not just saying that cause I put on one, they really have and getting around big time people doing stuff like this networking, you know, I, I'm a huge fan and, and learning from big time people. I, I've hired a bazillion coaches. Anytime someone knows something, I don't, I give them money to teach me. Like, that's just, that's just, it's it helped me get, you know, uh, For sure my career and so i'm a big believer in it number one uh we have had we actually had more tickets sold um this year than any year before which is surprising however we did have a, a decent amount fall off with the changing of vegas to dallas in july to september and i get it you know sure don't shoot the, don't shoot the messenger you know i'm trying to do what's best and uh we have we had we, we were up over, we were up seven, 800 ish at one point earlier this year. I think we're at like five fifty one now, as of this morning, a few more fell off. Um, and we're expecting about 400 probably, you know, we'll see. Well, uh, decent percentage doesn't, doesn't show typically, but, uh, dude, I, I still write down every day though. 8% nation will have 10,000 agents one day. Like that's, I still write it down every morning. Like I write down my goals that's a goal. And, and I'm going to make sure that happens one day. Yeah, I believe, you know, so uh, really fast while we're on the top, I actually got solicited this week. Someone came to me asking for tickets. They said, Glenn, <laughs> it's sold out. I don't know if this is true or not, but this is what this person told me. They said, it's sold out. I'm trying to get tickets. Do you have tickets? Cause I was like, I, and again, also speaking of babies, I just had a baby. So unfortunately I will not be able to attend but next. Thanks Cody. And next time I would love to be there. And love to be involved and in potentially, you know, speaking or doing something else too. I would, I would love that. So definitely hit me up. But um, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was a really good sign. I was like, that's crazy with everything going on. And he sold out tickets this year. So hats off to you, sir. And yeah, anyone else looking to go, good luck. You might have to find a scalper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And part of it is because they, they've reduced capacity due right. to COVID. So technically we're sold out months ago. Um once everything happened and, and they released capacity, uh, it is first come first serve on seats as far as sections this year. We don't have assigned seats because I'm a little concerned that a few people may have to stand out in the hallway or they have to they may have to stand backstage with me. I don't know, um, but it is definitely oversold. So yeah, we we're still selling a few seats up front, Diamond Fire, but but yeah, it's a it's a fun event. I can tell you that I know you guys can't make it. However, I have a couple tricks up my sleeve that will surprise people that we've never had before that all I got to say is, and since we're private in a Facebook group, I can say this right now, you mm-hmm. do not want to miss the start of each day. Uh, yeah, from an experience standpoint, the kickoff of the events will surprise people this year in a big way. I love it. I, now I'm now I'm really intrigued. I'd love to. I, now I, I have to go. Well, all, I can, <laughs> all I can say is I put a lot more money into two surprises this year. So okay. Ooh, ooh, I'm I like intrigued. that. I'm I like intrigued. I like that little tease. 
You like that? It's yeah. true. Too. I'm not just making it up. Like it's actually true. That's awesome. So, Cody, I, I had a question for you that I was, okay. So Glenn always teases me because he thinks I'm thinking about him late at night and maybe I am, but, um, <laughs> but, but I was, I was, I was, so I was, I was, I was lying in bed last night thinking about <laughs> this conversation. And um, I, I had a question that I What's thought. What's Cody going to be wearing in our Cody interview gonna be tomorrow? Wearing, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a CA freaking polo on. I, like, you know, I've got a nation deal. And yeah. I don't have on. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm slacking today in swag, you know? So my, I, 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 I was curious to kind of get your perspective on something. You've been interviewed by a ton of people right? Like I've done several interviews with you. I know Justin's done interviews with you. I've seen you do interviews with Ali Salah. Like you've, you've, you've done like collaborations with everybody. If you had to pick one person that was maybe your favorite person to have interview you, who would it be? Ooh, that's, that's good. I mean, just so that I don't take off anybody in the insurance industry, I'd love for freaking Grant Cardone to interview me, right? Who wouldn't? Um, right on. I don't know if that's like a, that's, that's a political answer. That's a that very is. politically correct answer, but it's a good one. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want that, right? Yeah. I mean, I, you're, you're great at interviews. Um, I, I really enjoyed being on with Ali and Tony. That's, that's a, you, you know, that's a unique uh, setting. I, I enjoyed that. It was, I think it was like 7 a.m. or something. You know, I'm, like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it on Thursday with okay. them. Nice. And, they, and they're like, okay, th th they, they, they're like, we got to be on 745 central time. So that's 645 my time. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are taking my gym time away from me and like everything. I'm like, <laughs> better be good. It would have been 545 for Glenn. Though. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can't do that. then. <laughs> I don't sleep anymore as it is. Vampire. That's right. Yeah, uh, I don't know. There, there's a lot of people doing some big stuff. I love how our industry is, is is known for like Glenn and I can't help each other, you know, or or you and Glenn can help each other, or you and Justin both sell Medicare, so you guys, you know, you know, can't talk. Um, our industry's behind. It's old fashioned. It's known for for that kind of thing. But dude, I think a lot of the young crowd is changing that to where you've got to network and collaborate and help others to to get ahead, and it's okay, you know. And and that's what I've tried to do is just try to bring the industry together and, and synergize and collaborate because even though I wasn't really like a my mom told me the other day or actually I was on the lake Sunday and she 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 like walked over on the pontoon boat to tell me that like she was surprised with the conference and the retreat and some of the things I'm doing she's like she's like I'm super proud of you she's like, but as a kid you weren't you wanted to like hang out in your room or go out and play sports like you weren't one to like go to events and socialize with people you know, or want to go to sleepovers at kids' houses and stuff like that wasn't me. And so it's, it, all of this has changed who I am as well. It's made me get out of my comfort zone, you know, um, and it's a ton of freaking fun. Like the Power Player Networking Retreat we just did. Yeah, there was some looked FOMO. Like a blast. Yeah, oh, there was some yeah. missing out there. I was hoping there was some FOMO. That's yeah, there was some FOMO, man. All those posts. Yeah, it looked like you guys were just having so much fun. Um, but no, to, to speak to that point, Cody, I think it's abundance mindset, right? I mean, it takes me all of about five minutes of interacting with anyone in the industry of figuring out like, okay, is this person, do they have an abundance mindset? Are they willing to, you know, share their information? I mean, I've, I've been on both sides of it. I've, you know, coming in, you know, being a scarcity mindset, being scared that, okay, they're selling so many policies. There's no way that there would be even enough left over for me to sell, all the way to the other side of it, where now I would tell everyone my entire business because ideas are so cheap. It's totally a dime a dozen. And just because I give you step-by-step step what I do in my business does not mean that you can execute on, on what I've built. And I, I, that goes for what probably everyone, you know, everyone in the industry. So I think, absolutely. I, I, th I think I heard Justin say one time, and it was really like, it was, it left a big impression on me. He said, He's like, he's like, I could put out the blueprints. I, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember exactly how he said, it, yeah. but he said it. He's like, I could put the blueprints out for everything that I do. And 90 plus percent of people won't do it. Even if they know what to do, they just won't do it. And I was like, that's powerful. That's 100%. true. Cause I, agree with cause I was always wondering, I was like, why do you give so much away? And he's like, because most people aren't going to do it anyway. Yeah. He's like, I was like, that's really smart. And it's true. Yep. Dude. Yeah. I mean, so, so many people are freaking lazy. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah. Like, like, this industry is not really that hard. You, you ask, you sit down with enough people, you ask the people to buy whatever, you're going to win. But most people just never get to that point, you know? Um, 
And, and on that note too, like Glenn saw me trying to create a name for myself and a personal brand back in 2015, 2016, 2017. And dude, nobody took me seriously. Everybody laughed at me, you know? I get uh, it. Yeah, it just, that's just what it, that's just how it was. But yeah. in the industry, you have to persist. Like the virtual conference, we, we talked about if you don't quit, you can't fail. If people don't quit and they just stay consistent, they will absolutely change their life in this industry. Totally agree with that. Um, yeah. and, and on that topic, my question for you, Cody, you know, you're branding like 8% nation, right? I, what, one of my favorite things is you've really focused on the failure rate of agents in the industry. And I was just talking to Christian actually last week about this. You know, so many agents come into this industry and fail out. And I've, I have had so many that I personally know, people that I've interacted with, lead heroes. You know, I mean, it's just just bodies, just dead bodies for days, right? So, um, you know, my question for you would be, what what do you think is maybe the number one or maybe a few of the main reasons why you see insurance agents fail out of this industry? Yeah, I actually, I used to say, and it really is, that if you don't have enough activity and you don't prospect enough, you don't ask people to buy, you're going to fail, right? But I think that at the root of it, at the root of it, most people, it's human nature to not do stuff that you don't want to do. It is impossible to succeed in this career unless you force yourself to do stuff that you don't want to do. It's a mindset thing. Like the only reason I ran the half marathon a few weeks ago was because I had never freaking done it. And I'm trying to challenge myself and force myself to do stuff I don't want to do. Right. My first year, 35 percent commission, cold calling, cold door knocking, made 117 grand captive like you know everybody knows the story do you think i wanted to go out and cold door knock 175 doors on a saturday or cold call for six hours on a sunday absolutely freaking not but i had a goal and i wanted to succeed and most people like everybody's preaching nowadays um well i mean somebody i follow like a gary v thinks he says that you know don't do stuff you don't want to do really i'm a believer that in our industry you have to do stuff that you don't want to do and most people deep down, it's human nature to be lazy. It's human nature to not do stuff that you don't want to do. Um, and I think that's why I start out my day with five things that I do every day, my daily power five, because I want to do stuff early in the morning that I don't want to do to force myself to that when I don't feel like picking up the phone later in the day, I still pick it up. What, what are those five really fast? I'd love to yeah, hear them. Uh, before, get, wake up before six. Okay. Get a workout in. Write down my goals, uh, which I have, I have several goals. Um, spend some time training, uh, learning audio book, book, YouTube video, something to enhance my brain, um, and finish every shower with a couple minutes of cold ice water. Nice. I love that. I that's love like, cold showers. Like champions. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, so, it's um, great too, because it, it wakes you up. It, 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 it's, it's good for you, but it wakes you up. And it's also something I don't like to do. So it puts me in the right frame of mind and forces me to do something I don't want to do to start my day. And it's miserable. And so I really, at this point, do it on purpose. And I can, I notice myself in my energy level throughout my day if I don't do it. Helps my sinuses a ton, dude. That's the main reason I do it. I hate it too. But if I'm, if I have any congestion, that cold shower usually just clears me right out. That's awesome. Yeah. Love it, man. So, so I, I remember a couple of years ago, I don't, I couldn't even tell you when it was, but I know, I remember Gary Vaynerchuk did a video with Grant Cardone and they had that little conversation right? About like, yes. you know, and, 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 and Gary V's like, you know, you, you just, if you don't like something, just don't do it. And Grant's like, that's a bunch of shit, dude. Like you have to do things you don't want to do. He's like, you have to take out the trash. I don't like taking out the trash. Like, and I, that's always resonated with me. Like I do things every single day that I don't want to do, but you know, not everybody's willing to, to do those things. And that's what puts you ahead of the competition. Yeah. And I love him and his stuff, and he's got a lot of amazing stuff. But, but at the end of the day, I am with you. I totally disagree on, on, on that fact, on that philosophy. Yeah, I mean, I love him. I mean, he's, he's great. He's got a lot of great things. I've read several of his books, but, like, that, I mean, some things he says, I'm just like. I feel like you're wanting to show your ink. Is that, is that where this is going, Christian? Are you wanting to show I, your I've tattoo? shown my ink enough on the, in this all right, group. All right, People don't enough. think it's real. People still don't think it's real. <laughs> I, know, I didn't think, dude. Wait, you showed it on the co- – we were doing cocktails. It was the first time you showed it. And I, I, had like, to sh- I had to show well, it. I had like, to show it. No, I'm like, he had People to. People won't like, leave me alone. <laughs> People won't leave me alone. Like, I, didn't, I didn't think it was real at first either. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I talked to Cody, like the first time I ever talked to Cody, like we were off record, right? Like we finished up the interview, and I was like, I was like, 
I was like, I was like, so you met Grant Cardone, right? He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I, you know, I got some personal coaching with him. And I was like, I was like, I got a Grant Cardone tattoo on my arm. And, you, and you're like, really? You're, you're hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, which is amazing. You know, it's awesome. Well, and that's a testament to why you've been so successful specifically is dude, you, you just dive the freak in, you know, like you don't care what anybody thinks you do what you think is best and you just do it. And I love it. You know. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, brother. I mean, one thing I can say is, you know, ever since I've gotten to meet you and more recently, you know, getting to talk to people like you, like Landon, like Justin, you know, like it's, it's so crazy what it does to your mindset, right? Because you're like, you see what you guys are doing and, you know, you know, you, you guys are playing up here and I might be playing down here and it kind of forces you to stretch a little bit. I think that's kind of what you're talking about, about the events, right? With 8%, it gets you around people that are doing things that you might not have considered possible. Well, early 2018, I went to Grant Cardone's office. He convinced me to spend 15 grand on two 10X tickets front row back 2018, second event in Vegas. And I wasn't in near the financial position then as I am today, two and a half years later or whatever. And so I did it anyway. And it's one of the best decisions I ever made for a few reasons. Number one, because it forced me to spend more money than I've ever spent in my life. And I think that's good. I, I'm, I'm not saying people need to get, you know, into freaking, you know, ma- massive debt and everything else, but like it woke me up. Number one, number two, also, if, if I ever want to be a millionaire, 15 grand doesn't need to be a lot of money at some point. Right. right. The second thing um, I thought I was hot stuff. Like I've, I'm naturally confident. I, I, I had probably used to have more of an ego than I have now. I try not to come across that way. And when you're a confident individual, you have your moments of, you know, just human nature and, and it comes out. Well, at that event, we were, we were, we were doing well. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm hot stuff. And I sit front row and people start sharing their stories. And I'm like, I am nothing. <laughs> like I am so freaking small. And it, it really got my attention. And so getting around big time people forces me to grow there's always someone doing better than me. And, and it, it challenges me to, to grow my mindset, to think a lot bigger. Love that. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I love that. I mean, um, I got a question for you, Cody. You're a man of multiple businesses, right? Secure agent lead, secure agent marketing, secure agent mentor, all these different businesses. Is there one in particular that you would say you're the most passionate about, maybe more than the others? <laughs> I think 8% nation. I think you already answered that question, man. It's his yeah. baby. The, the yeah, maybe so. Absolutely. Um, love the conference. I would say what I enjoy, if I, if I had to pick, like, I love the marketing aspect. I love that Landon is on the, the freaking squad to, to, to be the marketing guy because he knows way more about marketing than I ever dreamed of. And he's better at running a marketing company than me. What I enjoy the most is the sales training aspect. Um, before COVID, I was literally traveling, like, traveling multiple times a week to like offices to train teams and stuff or doing events. And that's like when I can jump on a Zoom, like I do this a couple times a week with a few companies uh, that I do consulting with. And I'll, I'll jump on, there'll be like 80 people on a Zoom and I'm, you know, responsible for training them for an hour. There's like nothing more fun than, than that for me. Like I freaking love it. And a lot of the sales training I do is to try to keep, try to break things down, keep them simple. Some things I learned from others like Brian Tracy, who I give a lot of credit for, Grant Cardone, several others, and they worked for me and I know that they can work for others. So that's what gets me probably most excited, honestly, is I'm a deep down, I've learned a lot about insurance marketing and, and, and yeah, I've done well, but uh, deep down, I'm a, I'm a sales guy. I really am. Makes oh. sense. There's not enough, and I think we talked about this with uh, Robert, Rob, Bobby Beish last week, Bobby uh, Medicare Beish. Bob, uh, but yeah, there's never going to be enough insurance sales training, in my opinion, ever in the industry, so yeah, keep keep it going, man. I mean, like like I said at the start of this, I know your YouTube channel, you've got thousands of videos already up there, so it's it's a huge need in the space. It's uh, it's It's been a nice snowball, buddy. I mean, you look back, I was telling... Justin, this other day at the retreat, I think I was telling everybody at the retreat, the first year of my YouTube channel, it took six months to get like some freaking views. It took a year to get like a couple hundred subscribers. It took a couple years to break a thousand. Like it was just at some point, 
when you're putting out content like that to educate people and no one is freaking watching, it's a little bit depressing, right? And so sure. it's nice to see it, you know, snowball effect and, and it help more people and get some positive reviews and people watching. But there was a, but the diff, just like insurance, the only reason it's there and, and then it gets so many compliments and so many views and a couple hundred thousand views a month now is because I just didn't quit. Like I'm almost five years in and it's just because I didn't stop. It's not that it's any better than anybody else's videos. It's just that I stuck with it and consistency. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, just like you, man, like, you know, with, 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 with leads, just freaking absolutely fine tuning, optimizing and, and improving and, 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 and sticking around like, dude, everybody thinks of you, you know what I mean? When they think of leads. So, yeah. Well, yeah, it's all about saying there's a, a buddy of mine. He's launching, this is not insurance related specifically, but he's launching a platform for net. It's like a paid networking platform. And like, he's all about networking and you know, he's done, I've watched him create and fail. like at so many ideas. So I think really just staying in the fight. Like I think about this all the time as an entrepreneur, as an agent, as a salesperson, like just staying in the fight, like keep going every day, even if it's just, you know, a slaughter fest, even if you feel like you're losing, I think that's so important. And so, you know, and, and consistency, like you said, uh, I think you're, you're doing at least two videos a week on your YouTube channel, right? Isn't that kind of your minimum you shoot for? Yeah, normally about five, oh. uh, but there was a point we were doing 15. Holy cow. But <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is insane, man. It makes me feel like we're doing like nothing. Like we, <laughs> we do like. <laughs> I think last week we only did four. A couple weeks before that, we did like six. So I would say we average probably five a week now. Uh, I'm also a lot busier than I used to be. So we're having to recycle some content. I'm having to go shoot like four or five at once. Um, right. It's a little harder to be consistent with it now. Having a studio and a couple of video guys is a big help, um, but it's 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 a beast and it's it's something you can't ignore now for sure. What's you know a question I have for you, Cody? Do you guys primarily focus in the life insurance space? What's your main focus? So that's my um, mostly life and Medicare. My personal success in insurance sales was life insurance, which I still believe is the hardest insurance product to sell and be and be and be you know good at. Um, now I've got to where my sales training is applicable for life, health, um, PNC. I'm coaching a couple of PNC agencies on, you know, calling leads, um, quoting, closing, upselling, getting referrals, even cross-selling into life insurance with their current book. Um, nice. and I'm, learning, I'm learning a lot about that arena as well, which is a, which is a ton of fun. Yeah, that's a huge missed opportunity. We were talking about that with Galen Roberts. You know, so, so many agents don't cross sell or they're scared of cross selling. And it's just, it's mind boggling to me that not more agents are doing that across the board for sure. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm, one to ha I'm, I'm one to have a niche, a focus, you know, but there comes a point where eventually as you grow and you learn more about other products and stuff, you start to leave some money on the table. It could be other people in your office who are helping with it. Like it doesn't mean that you have to be the expert in every product, but you know, you're, you're absolutely right. What, uh, another question, uh, Krisha, do you have one? No, 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 go, go, go. I can wait. Well, yeah. One other question. So, you know, when it comes to the future of our industry, whether it's insurance as a whole or, you know, final expense, life insurance, Medicare, I mean, what's something that you feel like you see coming that maybe some other agents are clueless about? Ooh. Ooh, that's good. Um, I like that. Okay. Well, for, for me, uh, I'm going to think about an answer for agents. For me, I never knew that. So one five of one fifth of the leads that hit our HubSpot account. So about, we get about, uh, I'll just say anywhere from two to 300 a week inbound leads hit our HubSpot from some ads, from some YouTube, whatever of agents looking for help with something. One fifth of them are out of the country. Wow. wow. Which uh -huh. surprised me when my team told me that. I'm like, I'm like, there's no way you gotta go lack and look. There's no freaking chance that's true. And it is legit, which- So you're going global. Is that what I'm hearing? You're, you're gonna start ripping global? Yeah. Well, that, that, that's, that's something that I never envisioned doing. But yeah. I see me doing an event in freaking London or India or like, you know, like we already do marketing in, you know, we've done marketing in New Zealand, London, Canada, Puerto Rico, 
Costa Rica, Mexico. Um, we've done marketing in, in a lot of countries. Could I see the brand evolving and the conference evolving to where it's not just uh, the US of A? Uh, yeah, but did I ever think that was a reality or, or even possible? Not really, you know, but that surprised me. Interesting. Surprised some other people. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, let's talk about Medicare for a second, Cody. Because this is a Medicare group. This is a Medicare group. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I feel like we're cheating the audience if we don't talk about Medicare at least a little bit. Um, So, okay, can I jump in real quick? Yes. Yeah. You want to know the, and and we talked about it, the number one missed opportunity in the Medicare space. Still, even though a lot of people have been doing it, what what did we talk about? And and you and I, Christian, about a year ago, year and a half, whatever it was, when I was on your podcast. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. What did I say after? You told me um, that I should be looking into YouTube ads. And the last, and, and it took me a while. And I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm like, we're going to do that. And then I didn't do anything with it for a while. And then probably about six months ago, maybe less, maybe four or five months ago, we started running some ads in it. And it's been up and down. Like our first campaign was, it was ridiculously profitable. I think we just got lucky because I, I, I'm still figuring it out, but like, you know, it's been a learning curve, but I, I think it's, you told me, you, you told me a year ago that it was a blue ocean. I think it's just as much of a blue ocean today as it was when you said that a year ago. Yes. Yes. And, I believe and, that. And you weren't putting your podcast on YouTube, which you I know, wasn't, which, no, I wasn't. Yeah. Um, I was, we were, we were doing the podcast and we we're doing it all audio from what I recall the first interview I ever did with you, we did over the phone because I didn't even know how to do on video yet, <laughs> which is like oh, horrible. Like, you know, what do you think about it? Like we did our first interview we did with Justin was over the phone. Wow. I was like, Dude, so anyway, we, it's good though. And it's grown and you're getting some organic leads. From yeah. It. I, yeah. I, I really believe like, if I wouldn't have started putting and, and, and David do Ford and you know, it was an inspiration to do, to do something like this. And he's a good, good buddy of mine now. I, I never, um, he's the best. Dude. Yeah. He's such a good guy. He just, he's, he's he, such is. A, he, he loves Glenn too. You know, um, if I wouldn't have started December 29th, 2015, none of this would exist. We wouldn't be talking right now, you know? And I just think about all the people out there that they're not going to take the advice or some, some people will, but you know, three months will go by and nobody will buy Medicare and they'll be like, Oh, this is hogwash. Cody and, 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 and Christian don't know what they're talking about, you know? And, but if, and if you don't continue doing it, you're right. We know nothing. Uh, yeah. But if you take it and run with it, you can get to where in, let's just be conservative three years. You're getting inbound leads every day for free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like um, I to piggyback on that because I, I I remember very vividly what you told me because yeah. you were like you're like are you putting this podcast on YouTube? I was like no. And you're like why? I'm like I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a good answer for that. And like, I was like I was like well we don't shoot it on video. And you're like you're like you're like who cares? Put up a background pic, throw up the audio. And I was like okay. I'm like should I do like one or two and you know every now and then? And you're like you're like how many episodes do you have? I'm at that point I think we had eighty or ninety. And you were like, throw up every episode in a day or two, like just throw it all up all at the same time. And we did. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, it's going to be so much work. And, and you were like, yeah, and you were, you were like, just do it. Trust me. And like, I think our YouTube channel had like no subscribers, like 10, 20 subscribers. Yeah. Now we're about to hit 300 on that channel. Six figure Medicare agents, a lot more than that, but, um, but the, but the channel's got like 30,000 views now. We get leads from it consistently. Like we had, we had someone the other day, I lived an hour away from us. And they're coming up and they're retiring, getting on Medicare for the first time. They drove an hour down to see me in the, at our office. That's awesome. And they told me that they, they, they said like the week before they came in, they're like, we were just binge watching your videos because we wanted to be ready. Mm. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> there you go, man. Like, how cool is that? it's, it's, it's amazing. Cause like, you never really think like when they see you on YouTube and you experience this, I'm sure like as much as anybody in our space, but like they see you on YouTube, they see you so much on YouTube. They, they instantly identify you as an expert, what you're talking about. 
it's the closest thing to cloning yourself. I mean, once I started to really get into more video marketing, and again, I'd probably do the least out of all three of us here, but having like seeing, especially if you run ads, like it's crazy to see yourself pitching, you know, and, and again, knowing that that pitch is going over and over and over and over, and you don't have to be there doing it. It's, it's so powerful. So yeah, I totally agree about the YouTube. I think it's, it's very, another one that just launched too. I don't know if anyone's seen this, this is brand new, but Hulu actually is launching their own ad platform. So I think it's like as really? little as 500 bucks. You can go on Hulu and you can start. <laughs> and that's, and that's the thing. I think the further we go down this road, the easier it's going to be, no matter what the medium is to target exactly the person that you want whether it's radio, you know, video, whatever it is, you're, you're going to be able to get in front of your audience. You just got to figure out a message that works. That's Absolutely. Cool. You'll probably have a target based on like what they actually watch too, you know, which is unbelievable. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of stuff about like running, biking, swimming, and like triathlons and that kind of stuff, you know, because I'm going to be doing one in, in, in November. And I guarantee you right now, they could freaking sell me something. Somebody could, you know. For sure. Like I was, I was looking the other day just out of curiosity because someone had mentioned to me that I should look into Pandora ads. I'm like, Pandora has ads. I was like, what? But I was like, it's, I started looking at that. And then all of a sudden I started seeing ads for Spotify ads on, um, on Facebook. They were retargeting me or something. And so I started, I've been looking at that recently. Like it's, it's one of those things where it's like every single platform is going to have an ads platform at some point. Yep. It's crazy. It is. It is. I know a Medicare agency who exclusively markets on Twitter. That's the only way they generate leads. And when I heard, like, I didn't believe it. I'm like, Twitter? I was like, really, of all platforms, like, that's where you landed. But again, they found a solution that works for them. So you got to tell me who that is off air. I got to check that out. Like, I got to see it with my eyes. It was, uh, it was kind of a friend of a friend situation, but yeah, it, wild That's to crazy. hear that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Cody, I, um, Medicare specific question for you. So AEP is coming up. We're about a month and maybe a week away from the start of AEP. If you basically had to start as a Medicare agent today and you had from now until October 15th to come up with a strategy, what would you do as a Medicare agent? Or let's say, you know, everything, you know, about the products, um, you know, you know, you're knowledgeable, that kind of stuff, but let's say you have to write as many apps as possible, this upcoming AEP, what would your strategy be to do that? Let's say you don't have any money. Great question. I want, I want to answer the same question too. Yeah. Do you have have any clients? Like in this example, this no, no, brand new. Yeah. Brand new. You just got licensed. Okay. So, um, there's a few things I would do. Number one, I would, um, I would create. I would. I would create a, uh, a a letter that went out, and then a consistent newsletter. And I would add everyone I know to that. Okay, number one, which would help me create like a hit list. So I'm big on if I have an idea. Like when we have ideas for a retreat, I'm creating a hit list, and then I'm going after those individuals. You know, um, the second one is I would. You're murdering those people. I just want to be clear <laughs> for our audience. Hit list. Hit list. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. I was like, wait, what did I say? But yeah. <laughs> that, that was like, okay. And then uh, I would, I would, I mean, I'm thinking about some of the, I, I wouldn't do the whole Walmart thing personally. Um, not, not a style, not a fan of that, you know? I know Likewise. Of, Same. Not a big fan. Um, I would, I would end up, um, if, if I can't like do events or have a book of business to work, then you've got to get, uh, you've got to get some, 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 some actual marketing going, some new leads, but then you've also got to throw in some age leads that, that have Medicare generated over the last 90 days that you can just pound in your area. Um, and, and you're not calling about Medicare, you know, you don't have to call about Medicare Advantage, right? You, right. Medicare. 65 come up that's up whatever um you've got to create a lot of especially new i would want to freaking flood it with some activity you know um and and get to where personally i'm booking about 
20 appointments a week during AEP. And I think what AEP is like seven weeks, you know? Yeah. I would, set a goal. I would set a goal to run like 140 appointments and, you know, maybe a hundred show up, maybe you write 70, but Hey, that's a, that's, you know, you just, you just got off to a fast start by doing that. But, but I think initially you got to have a goal or a target for what you want to accomplish. Then come up with the strategies to accomplish it and then go execute. What about you, Glenn? Well, like previously, what was mentioned about the three-year mark, especially in Medicare, I feel like the three-year mark is when you can get to that point where it gets a lot easier. And I've, I remember in a previous sales job, the guy had this, like the sales manager had like this graph and it was like, you know, after three years, especially with referrals, you start to get more passive business, but you know, with Medicare, you've got renewals. You know, I, I think if you really are hustling, selling Medicare, even if it's just Medicare supplements, I think you can get to six figures in renewals in three years or potentially even sooner than that. But if I was brand new and I just got licensed and I'm coming into this AAP, you know, I would really focus on the foundation. Like I think, again, a lot of people look at what other agents are doing and they get distracted and they're comparing themselves. And I think that's not what you want to do. If you're brand new, you know, set the foundation, do it right. Even if you're not getting to, you know, 100, 150, 200 clients and just as AAP, like many agents can do. And then just build on that, whatever it is. I mean, that's the beauty of Medicare is you can start super slow, but as it all just, it's this continual momentum that just keeps pushing you forward further and further. So, um, but yeah, massive activity. Absolutely. Whatever marketing direction you end up going, you know, uh, the more people you can talk to, the more sales you're going to make, the more applications you'll submit, et cetera. And, you know, having something in place, it doesn't have to be a sophisticated CRM. It could literally be a spreadsheet, you guys, but having something in place to help you track all of these people and following up with them after open enrollment, because you can talk to them about all sorts of other things. You know, we've talked about ancillary products, you know, cancer insurance, life insurance. Um, I'm working with an agent right now who's selling a ton of home health care. And that's something that I think most agents, it's not even on their radar is home health care insurance. I mean, there is just a slew. I can't remember the last time I sold one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I There's just so the much in our insurance space, even in just the senior insurance space that I feel like gets overlooked. Um, but yeah, helping, I think tracking clients is, is big. I got a question for Glenn. Yeah. I see your book behind you. Uh, should a Medicare agent... Two questions. Should a Medicare agent write a book? And what the freak should I do to write a book? Absolutely. Well, so I'm a huge fan of like similar to what you've put out, Christian, with, with the Medicare space. So Medicare, like we talked about last week with Medicare, Bob, it is a kind of a complex system and people need help understanding it. And as a Medicare agent, that's kind of what your job is right, is to take something that's complex, explaining it to them, helping them make an informed decision. So if an agent is doing a book, I would, I, I say yes, I'm a huge fan of, of creating a book. Um, it doesn't have to be huge. I think you could keep it 25 to 70 pages and something kind of concise. And again, similar to what, you know, we talked about Christian with your uh, podcast, you know, it makes you look like an expert. People can kind of binge it and then come to you and it's huge. Um, Cody, absolutely. If anyone should have a book, you should, you should have a book. A book. Yeah, yeah, you should um, write a book. Especially when it comes to networking. And I've actually looked at updating this guy back here because it's uh, almost four years old now. Um, and I think, you know, like yeah. So, yeah, but, so I've, I've written two medic books about Medicare and we still get people to this day that will find it on Amazon and call us. And it's totally outdated. Like the part B numbers are all wrong and everything yeah. like that. Like, but we'll still get people that will buy it on Amazon. We'll make like a dollar or two royalty off it or something like that. And um, when we first put the book out, it sold like over a thousand copies, like in the first couple of, in first like year, year and a half or so. But it's brought, it's brought a good amount of business in. It's about that branding. Dang, it is. Dude, writing a book. I, I, I guess I want to talk about doing stuff you don't want to do. I'd rather go run a full marathon right now than write and sit down and write a book. But so again, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather jump in front of a train than write another book. Well, and I, I totally agree with that. And you're actually writing another book, aren't you, Christian? I thought you were I'm writing. done with it. It's being proofread right now. Whoa, that is awesome, man. Congrats. <laughs> I, I didn't want to proofread it. 
it's, uh, it's but, not it's it's not 100 ready but it, we're trying to get it out by aep that's the goal before aep well, i'm looking forward to it this book though so i asked a ton of agents to help me with this because i didn't want to do it by myself and cody if anyone would have you know the platform to do it but man you could have a book that runs circles around that book back there you know just getting agents to you know, again, it's all, I'm, I'm a huge fan of collaborating and networking and sharing ideas. And I know, you know, you, you've already mentioned all of those things. Yeah. It scares me to death. So I got, but I got to do it. I got to do it. You got to man. So, so for, first book, Grant, Grant Cardone would tell you, yes, you have to write a book. So, right? so what, what, what does he always say about books? It's not about being the best written. It's the best seller, not a best written. <laughs> yeah. My, my, he had the B word to the end of that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I my first book I wrote had so many mistakes and so many problems with it. Like it was just an atrocious thing. But it it had a, it was around nine hundred sales at that point. And um and then I hired somebody here at the office and they were a proofreader for an an, uh, an they were an editor for an author before they worked for me. So she went through and cleaned up all my books and now they just look so much better. But like. There's still eight, 900 copies of that first book floating around out there. And they're like, <laughs> so many mistakes and so many problems, but it didn't stop people. And it didn't, it didn't, we didn't really get too much pushback on it. You know, like we didn't get too much blowback on it. I, I, I have a big theory. I think 90% of people that buy a book don't even open it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, do you know how many books I've bought that I've never opened? There's so many books. Yeah. I bought a book about the 1918 pandemic at the start of this pandemic because I really <laughs> wanted to read about the Spanish flu and I've read maybe one page of that book. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, it's... Uh, here, here, here's a little idea. Uh, yeah. So there's, there's probably a lot of agents in this group that are local. They have a local office, right? Or they're a local Medicare agent or they typically only do business local, right? Which is, which is good. That's fine. If more people focused on local branding in their marketplace, it don't mean you have to have a billboard, right? But, but if more people focused on locally branding in their market, I mean, even digitally, agreed. You know, I can jump on and throw a Facebook ad up for $1 a day and, right. target, and target everyone in Springfield at some point, you know, right. like we're, we're promoting the live stream right now for 8%. And I think we've, I think for like, less than a hundred bucks a day, like tens of thousands of people have seen it, you know? So I think from a, from, if, if people would think outside the box, it's don't, don't mean you need a ton of money, but if they thought outside the box is like, how do I brand myself locally? Right. There's a guy in town. His name's Aaron Sachs. His phone number is seven, 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 77, 77. He's got flipping a hundred <laughs> billboards. He's everywhere. He drives me nuts. And I'm like, dude, if more insurance people thought like that, dude. And when you thought about it, like, like when people think about insurance in your local market, who do you think about, you know, yeah. who think about? and, and why not? I love you? that. Well, on, on the SEO, I can definitely speak to the, the SEO side. It's a hundred times. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate that, man. There's people who've already leapfrogged me over the past couple of years, but uh, if you're from a search engine optimization standpoint, if you're trying to be found, it is 10 times easier to rank locally than it is to rank nationally. And again, it's all about scale and money being spent um, I'm, I just saw, I, I don't know if it was an agent posted in your group, Christian, or a, a different group, but there was an agent that just started putting some stuff out in the past few months, and he's already starting to get some local um, SEO, and like he's being found on Google Maps, you know, like you search Google Maps, like Medicare agency, and his, his he pops like right up at the top there, so. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good tip, man. It, it's for been sure. for years. If I you love search that. Final expense leads, Medicare leads, like lead heroes is going to pop up in the first couple like organic, you know, listings, like always, you know, and so I've always been jealous. I'm like, dude, this freaking Glenn guy, he's everywhere. You know? Well, I need to get you on the website, man. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the key. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, but you, you know what? Uh, that's good too. That's a good piece of advice. I don't think, I don't think picked up on that. Uh, that little nugget you just dropped, but, I, but I, I saw that and I'm like, well, let me go do the YouTube space who owns YouTube, Google, and they, you know, they have videos that pop up now. So oh, yeah. uh, it's, 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 it, if, if, you, if you don't know SEO, you know, it, it ain't that hard, but you can also throw up some videos, which also shows up on the first page of Google too now. So. Yep. More and more is going towards video. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I, I think in terms of like local branding, I think, I mean, every Medicare agent I know is their ultimate goal is to basically build a Justin Brock local presence, right? 
like with the billboards, with this, with that, you know, and it's like, they're just crushing it with it. I mean, it's just insane. They're probably spending like 50 grand a month local. You know, I mean, think about that. Like who has the, the freaking guts to do that, you know? And yeah, they got a big block of business and millions in renewals and whatever else. So it helps. But like they started somewhere and you're right. Now they are freaking like, no, like Justin's like what, 32? Who who in their local market sells Medicare is going to catch them? You know, nobody. It's yeah. over. Like, Good luck. Yeah. Next 30, 40 years, you know. I think he's got the whole state. That's that's my I think Mississippi's yeah. Up. Yeah, yeah. If, if he's thinking about two below now, he's thinking about he's thinking too small because he's yeah. <laughs> I love Justin though. He, he's he's a good dude. I'm good buddies with him too. He's the best. He's the best. I don't know if there's anybody that's helped me more in the in you know, taking my business to the next level than 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 him. So right there with you. Justin's the man. Yeah. He knows it. Well, well, Cody, um, we're getting kind of, we're getting right up to the close to the hour mark here. So I know you're busy. We don't want to take up too much of your, of, of your evening. Um, thank you so much for doing this. This was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I wish, yeah. I wish we could all be at the conference here at the end of the month. I hope it goes well. I do too. Okay. So, 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 so now this is live. We're on video. Yep. In your Facebook group. And I count on both of you to attend next year. Yeah, I'll be, absolutely, man. As long as it, as long as it's not during AEP next year, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be there. Assuming the world doesn't end by yeah. t- the 2021, <laughs> yes, no I'm there, man. No guarantees anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, guys, um, everybody, thanks so much for watching. Um, Glenn, thanks as always. Glenn, I mean, all the interviews I do without Glenn on here are super boring. So I'm always like, hold, I'm always like sigh of relief when he's here. Um, (laughs) And, and Cody, thanks again. Thanks for taking time. I know you're super busy. I know you got a lot going on this month and we just appreciate your time. We don't take it for granted. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you guys very much. Big fan of both of these dudes. Keep following them. Keep, keep staying engaged in the group. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, for sure. All right, everybody have a great week. Happy taco Tuesday till next week. Till next week. Eric Fierro next week, by the way. Boom!